Welcome to The Edge Conversations, a podcast series produced by the Institute for Molecular Bioscience at the University of Queensland. Each episode is a deep dive into the often lifelong journeys and struggles of people with infection, pain, and other chronic illnesses, as well as the people who research them. The Edge Conversations, personal and inspiring stories fueling IMB's pursuit of cutting-edge research. Today we're talking to Dr. Nathan Pelpin, head of the Stem Cell and Cardiovascular Development Laboratory at the IMB. Nathan's research brought him to the Institute from the other side of the world. This episode is a story of personal drive and of all things, spiders. Nathan, thank you so much for joining us today. It's lovely to have you. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure. So I guess the best place to start, because we've got a lot to cover today, is where did your curiosity for heart disease research come from? That's a good question, and it's not really a straightforward answer for me. Um, I think, you know, I've been in research for uh, more than a decade now, and it's been a journey of uh, discovering what I'm curious about um, that goes back into my youth, really. But honestly, it's um, a, a question that I've had raised to me. Why have I uh, undertaken a research program that focuses on, on the heart? And that's a mystery to me. Uh, it's just been an interest, a curiosity, uh, really a, an inclination of mine that really doesn't have a clear explanation. Um, but it's uh, something that draws me to think a lot about the heart, why and how important it is, and also what goes wrong when diseases happen. Um, but it's actually taken a more significant turn toward the personal in recent years. My mom, um, I'm obviously I'm living here in Australia now. I'm from the United States. And, and uh, a couple of years ago, now I received a text from my dad that had indicated that my mom had a major heart attack uh, and nearly passed away. And uh, these types of personal stories uh, really come home to me in regard to the importance of the work that I'm doing. Um, it's, it's not only for uh, many people who are having experiences of, um, uh, you know, the, the issues of cardiovascular disease, but it's really a personal journey as well for me now. It's really interesting. So you've told us, Nathan, that you've come here from the United States. Why come here to a city at the bottom of the world? What attracted you to IMB? I've been in research for, you know, as I've mentioned, about a decade and, and have worked at numerous institutions around uh, the United States. Um, and when I was looking at a transition to start my own independent group, I was keeping an eye out for op uh, two opportunities, one of which is that I wanted to work in an environment that has a lot of uh, different uh, research scientists asking questions from many different perspectives, this kind of interdisciplinary work. So that was one motivation. Um, and the second was really a family um, uh, motivation, which is that my wife and I spent quite a bit of time in our youth uh, traveling overseas. And we had young kids at the time uh, and thought, if we're going to make a move, um, let's open up the doors to the world and see what comes uh, to the fore. And so really the combination of these two uh, brought us here to Queensland and the Institute for Molecular Bioscience is really, uh, I would say, uh, one of the most outstanding places that I've worked, um, in large part because it has stretched the boundaries of my knowledge and comfort zones into new territories that have opened opportunities that I wouldn't have imagined before. How do you um, 
make a major breakthrough in science? Like how does that happen? And I know that um, every case is is different, but there, there must be something that needs to, there must be a whole raft of things that need to be in play for those breakthroughs to happen. What would they be, do you think? You know, in my view of this, um, I think, well, from my personal experience and the strategies that I've taken in this, um, it's really uh, quite a bit of serendipity. Um, science is um, a stochastic process. There's a lot of randomness. And um, in the process of discovery is, um, is something where you just kind of have to hang on and see how, how you go and make the best call you can um, and work with the best people that you, you can sort of surround yourself with. And I really wouldn't have imagined five years, almost six years ago now, when I started my research group, I literally wouldn't have imagined that I'd be doing what I am doing today. Um, it was not on my radar. I had some pre sort of notions of where I might be going, but I've let the um, opportunities that have come into my environment here shape my decisions uh, and strategies for my research program. And uh, it's really come to a point where the excitement and the opportunities are uh, really pushing me in new directions that I think uh, are, are going to have significant impacts, I think, uh, at least my hope anyway, in regard to some of the major issues related to cardiovascular disease. And there has been one big breakthrough. Indeed. In that. Do you, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and let's face it, the Fraser Island funnel web spider may not be everyone's favourite critter, especially if you um, have a little bit of a phobia. Why is it part of this breakthrough process for your team? That is um, one of the most uh, exciting stories that has emerged for my research career ever, really. Um, and that, that has come down to the, um, the story that has emerged in, in over the last six or seven years around the discovery of a, a really remarkable molecule that is found in the uh, venom of the Fraser Island funnelweb spider. And so, as you point out, as many people might be um, worried about the spider and, and certainly has uh, quite a notorious reputation. The work that happens here in the IMB, we've got world leading chemists who study these venoms because they're actually jam packed full of just remarkably potent molecules that really uh, could be uh, the next generation of drugs. And so that's what we've been developing uh, in my research group, uh, working with uh, Professor Glenn King. Uh, so Glenn's group studies venoms uh, and his group found a molecule called HI1A that is uh, one of about 3000 molecules that's found in the venom of the Fraser Island funnel web. And this molecule has remarkable potency at inhibiting a channel uh, that's found on cells in the heart and in the brain um, that cause cell death to happen when injuries have like a stroke or a heart attack occur. And so this molecule uh, in brief is, is, is an inhibitor of this particular stress channel um, that we are in the process of uh, developing as a therapeutic for uh, millions of patients that have uh, uh, these types of injuries every year. And that's, I guess, where the beauty of this interdisciplinary approach to research really becomes something very powerful. That's exactly right. And I guess if you were to look at the, the collective team, uh, it started initially with conversations at the coffee shop down the, <laughs> uh, here uh, with Glenn and I just thinking, 
is this a real question? And so out of that simple conversation that happened, um, because uh, I heard about his story and he heard about my expertise, the collective program has now included uh, teams of researchers from around Australia that include obviously the chemists and the subbiologists, but also people who can um, perform uh, surgical models of, of disease as well as clinicians who can help inform the strategy for being able to take a molecule like this into the clinic, in addition to experts in drug development that are helping advise us around how to scale this up. So really, uh, the team has just exploded and really uh, involves uh, folks from around the world now who are really excited about advancing this down the road as, as we try to position this for clinical testing. What other interesting things are you working on? Heart disease and heart attacks in particular are the leading cause of death in the world. And despite decades of research, uh, there have been no new drugs that have made it into the clinic. So we know a lot about the process and we know how hearts are injured, but there's literally no new therapeutics that have made it into the clinic despite decades of research in this space. And so my view of this is that we've got to take a new approach. Uh, we have to take a new angle into this question. So you might imagine um, one of the key challenges that happens in a heart attack is that suddenly the heart doesn't get enough oxygen because there's not enough blood flow. Well, there are other contexts where the heart doesn't get enough oxygen, and those are among human populations that have lived over generations at very high altitudes where there isn't a lot yeah, of oxygen. Like, like Sherpas exactly. on Mount Everest. Yeah. Mount Everest, uh, there's obviously in, in South America as well, uh, there are lots of populations that have lived over many, many generations. And so the body has adapted to live at those high altitude environments to tolerate that low oxygen. And so what I'm trying to do is take lessons from environments where there has been generational adaptation to help us learn how does nature change the body, change the heart, change the cells to uh, enable them to survive under those kinds of stressful conditions. And we couldn't have asked this question even five years ago because we didn't have the information. But this is an explosion in genomics and the access to these uh, very special uh, uh, you know, data resources that are positioning us to actually use that knowledge uh, for um, uh, making breakthroughs, which I hope we'll, we'll be able to push forward. So what does success look like for you in your line of work? Success is a long journey in science. Um, I think for, for scientists, the measure of success is really um, the ability to understand the world and how the body works from my vantage point in ways that people haven't understood before. And that somehow the sort of kernel of new knowledge that I can contribute might be a piece of a bigger puzzle that ultimately makes uh, a collective difference for humanity. Well, from the sounds of things, it um, I feel like you're probably going to reach that goal at some point with the help of a spider and people who live at high altitudes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today, Nathan. It's been a really interesting chat. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks for listening to The Edge Conversations. For more information on the Institute for Molecular Bioscience at the University of Queensland, visit their website, imb.uq.edu.au.